You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host, a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagosi Fawole. Hey there, Short-Term Revolution Podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode. I'm so glad that you're listening and really just taking it all in. If you're new here, I'm Chiagosi Fawole. I am a pediatric anesthesiologist based in the Syracuse, New York area. And love to chat real estate because, you know, why not? So one thing that I kind of see out there in, in the internet streets, you know, we spend a lot of time on like Facebook and stuff, is people talking about how many offers they're having to make and how crazy the market has been. And I thought, you know what, how about an episode talking about how to get your offers accepted? Okay, how to, I guess a better question actually is how to get an accepted offer. <laughs> okay, that's a better way to put it. So a few months ago, actually in October, in October, we visited a friend's, a colleague's house. It was a lake house. And she was thinking of us actually helping her manage it as a, as a short-term rental. Prior to that, I had been totally fine with my arbitrage units all the way down in Dallas, hadn't seen them or whatever. But this time around, when I went to see her place, it was like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty nice. Like we could actually get one of these and I think we'll enjoy it. The girls loved it. My husband loved it. We literally just sat in front of the window and just watched the water for like hours. And we're like, yeah, let's get one. Okay. But now we're we're trying to now get a lake house in the middle of a crazy frenetic market where people were like overbidding. And if you know me, I, I, listen, (laughs) I don't want to say I don't have time, but I, I don't like it when when the market tries to bend my hand, right? And so I'm like, no, I don't want to overbid. No, I don't care if there are like 15,000 people. I'm going to get a property that I wouldn't have to, you know, offer my firstborn child as (laughs) substitution, God forbid, right? So the question then became, okay, how do you get a lake house in the middle of this market that is well-priced and that is still a good investment for you? Okay, because when you're thinking about buying property, there are a couple of things you must keep in mind. Number one is that you don't overpay. And what I mean by overpaying, overpaying is basically when you buy a property where you are underwater in terms of you paid more than the property is worth. That is what usually puts people into trouble. When you have a property that you paid so much for that when it comes time to sell, you don't have, you basically have to pay to get yourself out of that property. That is not a good position to be in as an investor. Number two, you if the property, if you're overpaying for the property to start with, the chance of you getting a mortgage that will cover it at that price gets slimmer, okay? And that's right now in the marketplace, there's not something called an appraisal, people paying for appraisal gaps. I was like, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> appraisal gap, nah. Now, have I paid an appraisal gap on a property before? I have. That was back in 20... 17. I know exactly when it was because I because I, I don't do it often. Like that was a property that I was like, I know the value of this property based on where it is. I know the potential, I know the value. And the fact is today it has panned out. Okay. So 
one may have considered it being risky at the time, but I was so confident because I had walked that market so much that I knew that market so much that I was willing to pay extra to do that. Now, in today's market, you need to have a certain degree of like ultra confidence for you to actually pay an appraisal gap that I that will make sense. Okay. Let's say you had a ton of money just sitting around waiting deployed. It's up to you. Personally, I generally don't. If it doesn't appraise, I usually build into my offers a contingency that says the mortgage needs to be needs to be there because if a bank wouldn't fund it, I probably don't want to. So with these two things in mind, number one, not overpaying for the property. And number two, having a bankable property, right? And number three, having a property that still cash flows. I generally, I'm a very, I, 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 I consider myself like a conservative investor. And I recommend that in today's market where interest rates are rising and nobody really knows what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, months, years, which is by the way, every market, because we never know, <laughs> which, is, which is nothing new because we never know what's going to happen you need to be conservative and you need to run your business based on certain principles. And knowing that when you deviate from those principles, know that you are now outside of your principles, okay? If you don't have principles, you you wouldn't know when you're outside of it. And And you know that when you're outside of your principles, if stuff happens, you know that you went into it knowing versus, oh my goodness, what just happened? <laughs> and you're like, I just got punched, okay? so. How can you make offers that get accepted in a market like this without losing your shirt? The first thing that I always tell my clients is, listen, it's a numbers game. It is a numbers game. You need to be out there making offers and making plenty of them. But Chiagazie, hold on. Are you saying that I should make more than one offer at once? Yes. (laughs) That's precisely what I am saying. Why? Because... If you don't make offers, you won't get them accepted. And you need to make offers and make offers and make more offers. But hold on, Chiagas. So you're saying I should make multiple offers, but I don't have money for both. Yes, but you're also a savvy investor. And if you come into our world, you will learn how you can afford as many properties as you want. I know that's a bold statement, but that is a fact. Now, the question then is, are you willing to do the work that it takes to be able to afford multiple properties? That's a question for a different day and probably not one that I have on the podcast. You probably hear it more inside our mastermind. So Territory Mastermind, you want to come on board, work with me, 2021.com slash book, and we'll get you, we'll get you the, the juice in there. But the point that I'm making is that you need to make offers. Make offers, make offers, make offers, and make offers that work for you on all the points that, that I raised. Offers that are at or below market value. Listen, previously, I wouldn't even have said the at market value because you're an investor, come on. But in this market, yes, at least get to market value, okay? Offers that that give you cash flow and offers that, you know what, you actually like, okay? So make multiple offers. Now, how do you even get properties to make the offers on? Number one is that you need to own your search, okay? Do not wait for realtors to bring you deals because they will not. And even if they did, they'll only do it when they remember you, which is probably when they get to work at 9 a.m. in the morning. You don't have time for that. You need to own your search. Own your search. And how do I, what do I mean by owning your search? This means that you are on Zillow. First of all, you have them set you up for an automatic feed based on your search criteria. 
which means you need to have search criteria. This means that you're not looking for every property that comes on the market, but you know, for, for example, like I know right now, I have a couple of markets that I've been searching, okay? But in the markets now, I, I, I simply have my Zillow filters in and I simply go to the, the number of bedrooms that, 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 that I want. Like at this point right now, I'm looking for four plus bedrooms. So four bedrooms plus in markets like Crystal Beach, Miramar Beach, where else am I looking? Yeah, those are my main two right now, right? You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast with your host, Chiagozi Fawole. Oh, and of course, our finger leaks. Yeah, I knew there was one more. <laughs> okay. And I have my price range that I'm searching. So I basically set those filters so that when I come on, I go on Zillow and I just put those filters in and I can see what's on the market. I see if, if anything is new. Usually, if I see a property, I can tell if it's new. Like last night, real quick, last night, I was uh, looking at properties and I was like, yo, the properties that I'm seeing here have only been here for like seven hours, five hours. That tells you how much I've been looking at the market. <laughs> but that is literally how you need to look at the market. You need to own your search, okay? So own your search. So have criteria and then check on those properties often. Check Zillow often. I use Zillow as my main thing, but check often. So if you're actively searching, you at least want to do it at least once a day. Like for me, I'll just like sit down and I'll just thumb through Zillow. I'll just thumb through Zillow. Like I'll check, I'll zoom in, I'll look at the properties, I'll see, yeah, this is interesting. And every now and then I see something that's actually interesting and I simply send them an email to my router. And I say, hey, can we see this property, you know, so and so time. This was how we found our property back and I think it was December or something, I forget. Middle of the night. For me, then I was having like late nights and I found the property at 1.30 a.m. And we were we had made our offer by 10 p.m. the next day. Okay. Which bring me to my next point is when you know your criteria and when you search often, okay, if you see a property that actually works, make the offer. <laughs> make the offer and make it quickly. Don't wait and sit around and expect that, you know, that it'll just be there. It'll just sit there, right? Because it won't. It won't just be there. It won't just sit there. If you're, if you're in a hot market, in a, in a market that's actually like desirable enough, properties will go quickly, okay? So make your offers quickly. Make your offers often, okay? Now, what else am I doing? If you're not finding the properties that are there the day that they come on, you should then move on to the stale ones, okay? It's a strategy I 